Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. that could make a wolverine purr on vsin the sports betting network this is greg peterson experience right here on vsin the sports betting network and man was that a sunday just locked and loaded full of sports we're off and running in terms of the world cup we are off and running in terms of just the craziness in the nfl a good day of college basketball so we've got a lot to talk about and We've got a cast of many great ones that are going to be joining me. Typically, they say cast of thousands. Trying to have thousands join this show in a three-hour period would probably be a few too many. We wouldn't get too many great takes if we tried to bring in thousands. But we do have these, I have to make sure, five great folks joining me. As in our number one year, we're going to be joined by a pair of great gentlemen. As Dave Tooley does amazing work here at VEASAN tracking every betting market on the face of planet Earth. He's going to be joining me in 15 minutes. We're going to take a look at how the underdogs fared. We're going to take a look at just some of the trends that we're seeing in the NFL. And something that I always like doing with him is we're all taking a look at week 11 in the NFL, reacting to it. We're trying to turn it forward with him with week 12, as he always gives a few look at lines that he likes because the best time to be able to nibble on some of these lines, it is right about now. And we are seeing quite a bit of movement with what we all got in terms of Sunday. And on top of that, you probably want to be firing in a little bit earlier this week in terms of a lot of your bets, especially for the games on Thursday, because we've got a trio of Thursday games this week, not just the normal one, thanks since it is Thanksgiving coming up, but also in 30 minutes, we're going to be joined by Dwayne Colucci. He does great work at the Rampart Racing Sportsbook. He is your sports director. We will talk about 
what things were like behind the counter for him as it was wild, it was crazy, it was rambunctious. I'm sure that books did quite well overall, and we will get his overall thoughts there. So we're going to be joined by those two gentlemen in hour number one, hour number two, the 2020 Westgate Super Contest champion, David Baker, also a terrific professional poker player. He's going to be joining me. We're going to react to week 11 of the NFL, turn it forward week 12, and we're going to be doing the same in hour number three with our great panel of Megan Payne, who does great work at Wager Talk, and then Albert Wynn, the man that you know best as analytics capper. And I think what really came to mind for me this weekend in the NFL is how do you just decipher how to adjust the team after one really, really good game? And how do you just take a look at, in general, win differential? Because when you saw it on display, the big game, it turned out to be Plowed City. The Dallas Cowboys, they pummel the Minnesota Vikings by a count of 40-3. to I'm not sure about you guys. I'm sure that you guys might have thought it was over a little bit earlier, but I just felt like when the Cowboys had that 60-yard field goal go their way, it's like, Yep, any hope of the Minnesota Vikings be able to claw their way back, be able to make this any sort of a game. Well, that is out the window. It is not going to be their day. And then the points just kept it coming. You know, when both of your star running backs get multiple touchdowns, that it's really going your way. But how do we react to one game? Because this is just loss number two for the Minnesota Vikings. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys... They're coming off of a week in which they had a 14-point lead against a struggling Green Bay Packers offense. They blew that one. And then, in terms of blowing, they blew the doors off of the Minnesota Vikings. And that's the age-old question that I always wonder to myself. Because, no doubt, we've got to be taking a look at the Cowboys a little bit differently after this. You can't just throw out the data point and be like, oh, this does not matter or anything like that. But it's also why I don't exclusively rely upon win differential as well. Because you'll notice it. In Major League Baseball, you'll have some of these scenes which have like this big giant run differential like the L.A. Dodgers every single year. And typically the team with the best run differential, it doesn't necessarily get there for them in terms of winning a World Series because it's just all about how you play in those select playoff games, how you play in the NFL. It's just a one and done in general, but also in terms of sports betting as well to relate this to a little bit of something that might be, in my opinion, just a little bit better for it. We all fire in on a bunch of games. We all track our results, things of this nature. Imagine if you did it for win differential in all of your bets. If you had like seven different bets that you won by between a half a point to a one point because you grabbed a really good number instead of laying two and a half, or instead of laying three, you were able to lay a two and a half and you were able to get there on a three instead of, Taking three, you were able to get a three and a half on a line. Game lands three, you're able to go down the line, but you're you've got seven wins that you cover by between a half a point to a point, and then you take one loss where you just had no idea what the heck it was. You bet on like the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings game, like me, and you took like a point and a half with the Minnesota Vikings, a closing line of two and a half, and you know what? It missed by 35 points. So your differential, if you went 7-1 and one by having a differential between a half a point to a point versus a loss of 35 points, you're technically down about 28 or so points if you figure the 1, but at the same time, you're still 7-1. and one. So I always think that that's important to take a look at, and there is always a little bit of something to that, and it leads to 
a little bit of value, my opinion, when it comes to live betting as well. Because you've got your classic teams are able to pull things out. And it did feel like it was a little bit of a bizarro Sunday because you've got what happened with the Minnesota Vikings. You've got a bunch in the New York Giants that have been able to do a great job of pulling out close games time and time again. They lose outright to the New York. They lose outright to the Detroit Lions. So that was a game that was of a bit of fascination for those of you guys who are fans of college basketball. I never thought I would say this. Providence lost a one possession game. I mean, we don't ever see that. So we did have some strange results there, and I think it's all about just keeping things in context, not completely throwing it out but making sure that it is all attributed for and something else that you've always got to attribute for what we saw on Sunday night football with that man by the name of Patrick Mahomes, just going into flamethrower mode at the end of the game. The chargers look to have won it with a touchdown within the final two minutes, but that is what a difference maker does for you. And in my opinion, that's what really separates these average quarterbacks from the good quarterbacks to the great quarterbacks. There are very few quarterbacks right now that I would rather have in that spot than Patrick Mahomes. As a matter of fact, there are no quarterbacks that I would rather have than Patrick Mahomes in that spot. There are a few others that I would be able to rely upon in that spot. Like, at this point, I would probably trust in Jalen Hurts. We saw Jalen Hurts be able to engineer a drive that if you took the Eagles on the spread, it didn't get there, but they were able to win that game outright late against the Colts. I feel solid about him. He'd be a guy that I would sort of put in that top five just because of the skill set, perhaps someone like a Lamar Jackson. At this point, I don't know if I would necessarily want Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in there, not because of their actual play, but because of really the pieces around them. Because if you give Aaron Rodgers like the weapons that we currently have with the Philadelphia Eagles or something like that, yeah, I would love to have Aaron Rodgers in that spot. You give me Aaron Rodgers with Robert Tunyon, Christian Watson, and five bags of gravel. Yeah, you know what? No thanks. I'm good. You can have your five bags of gravel. I will rely upon the better team. But that just shows how big it is when you've got that guy in Patrick Mahomes. And it's a big reason why we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs really fail to cover a lot of these bigger spreads. This was another spread of north of a field goal that the Kansas City Chiefs were unable to cover. But they just continue to get those outright wins. So... That has been just of that has been something to just take away from the last few years in general. And sometimes as things change, as things evolve, some things just remain the same. And by that I am alluding to the New England Patriots. They take down the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets once again, and it has just been complete and utter ownage in terms of that one as the New York Jets, they had a little bit of a fighting shot when they had Rex Ryan back in the day, but Man, the Patriots have now won 13 straight games against the New York Jets. And this from Andrew Siciliano in terms of the amount of points that they have outscored them by. 257, actually now 14 with the win today. So they have outscored the Jets by 257 points in 14 straight wins against them. That is seven seasons of wins by the Patriots. And that's just one of those silly me things for not deciding to put them into my circa millions card instead I was more on that to say you know what we're gonna trust in the Minnesota Vikings after they came off of a big emotional win and that's always something to take a look at as well when it came to Sunday you had a lot of teams coming off of the highest of highs you had a lot of teams coming off of the lowest of lows and to extend this a little bit further you had a team coming off of one of those highs in the Green Bay Packers they were going up against the Tennessee Titans fell completely flat 
You have the Minnesota Vikings. After one of the most thrilling wins that we have seen in regular season NFL football, I'm going to call it ever. I don't want to be overreactionary, but that was one of the greatest regular season NFL games we have ever seen, in my opinion. Certainly, I'm not going to say it was absolutely number one or anything like that, but I think I'm being very fair in saying that it's one of the best that we've seen. Because if you can rattle off five regular season games that have been better than that that have been played since 2000, you let me know because that is going to be a tough list to come up with. Certainly, maybe the Antonio Freeman catch on Monday Night Football against the Vikings will probably be ranking up there as well. And one of those games involved the Vikings and or the New Orleans Saints, which I always find that to be hilarious. Packers as well with the fail Mary, but man, they completely fell flat in this one. And a team that was just in a little bit of disarray in the Dallas Cowboys, they bounce back now for the Philadelphia Eagles after their Monday Night Football loss didn't necessarily hold true. And the Washington Commanders, they were able to get it done against the Houston Texans, but I think we're just realizing at this point that this is a commander's team that you can actually trust in a little bit more. It goes to show how big of a difference Taylor Heineke has been. Rather than Carson Wentz, this team looks completely different. And if there's a team that currently I don't want to see if I am in the NFC playoffs, it's the Washington Commanders. They've been playing good football. They aren't necessarily one of those teams that they do something just absolutely terrific. They're off the charts in terms of insert your... Just a little accolade, insert your category here, but they just are very solid across the board. A team of which a whole is greater than some of its parts, and that is certainly working out for the Washington Commanders as they try to make it to where perhaps we get all four teams from the NFC East into the playoffs, and there's a possibility we get all four teams from the AFC East into the playoffs. We shall see there, and we shall see how the underdogs how the unders and so much more did on Sunday with Dave Tooley. He is joining me next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. 
Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any and all soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like our World Cup futures, insurance bets, and World Cup daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. It's calling all soccer fans down on over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it is a whole new game and get in on all the match day action as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And I get all choked up whenever this man is in studio. <laughs> it is Dave Tooley. He does absolutely amazing work here at the network. Just taking a look at every betting market on the face of planet Earth, tracking everything that we are getting. And Dave Great to have you in studio today. Thank you. Oh, thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, I spent the afternoon at uh, Circus Swim, a stadium, stadium swim, and, yes. the, and the Sunday night game. So, yeah, again, a lot, a lot of uh, great uh, action. With uh, yeah, favorites went uh, ten and two straight up on the day, uh, but only seven and five against the spread. So, uh, several uh, live dogs, which I think I gave out three of them last last Sunday night. Yes, you with, did. Yeah, the Pan- Panthers, Lions, and Colts. So. Uh, I love coming on your show every week and you know, recapping the action and then uh, looking ahead to the next week. And as you know, it's especially early or it's especially important to take a look at those early lines out because we've got three Thanksgiving days ra- mm-hmm. day games rather than one. We'll dive into those in a few minutes, but might we have a week in which we actually have more overs than <laughs> unders because there was some scoring that was happening on Sunday and. I think by your account, we've had more overs than unders to this point. Yeah, it actually uh, went six and six today, but with the Thursday night over in the Titans-Packers game, uh, seven and six. But uh, yeah, like we talked last week, have not uh, had a, w- a single week where the overs have been over five hundred. We've had a couple five hundred weeks. We had one week where there was fifteen games that went seven seven and one, <laughs> even a five hundred week then. But uh, yeah, even even the weeks when we've talked about how this might be the week where we get the overs, uh, then the Monday night game stays under. So yeah, we'll see uh, if it finishes 500 again uh, after Monday night. Yep, and with the Arizona Cardinals quarterback situation, who knows if we're actually going to be able to get that over as well. So we shall see on that front. But I do think that it has been so fascinating to take a look at. And I mean, it just feels like, once again, because you mentioned it, the favorite straight up, they once again did a solid job, but against the spread, it just feels like that magic number is once you get north of three in terms of these underdogs, they've really been covering like wildfire, even in the Sunday night game. The Chargers, they were able to get that big touchdown late, would have been covering even if they wouldn't have gotten that touchdown, but that was absolutely massive for them. And it just feels like once you get a team that's north of three laying the points, it's just hard for any of these teams to be able to cover this year. 
Yeah, it's, again, I, I say it every week, parody is alive and well. <laughs> and so you know, I love butting the dogs. And, yeah, again, like I said, even when they're not winning outright with the upsets, uh, a lot of them have been able to stay uh, within the number. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen this many times this year where, you know, the favorites have been above 500 against the spread, but the dogs end up eking out a win, uh, even, even if it's just like seven and five, eight and six, something like that. And before we dive into what we are going to be seeing on Monday Night Football, along with what we're going to be seeing in Week 12, do you feel like this week, with there being games that are very much going to be very prime on Thanksgiving, we've got three of them in total, do you think it's more important or less important this week rather than all the others to be taking a look at some of these look at lines? Because now we've got three games that are going to be on Thanksgiving. Do you think that it's more or less just because I always do find it to be interesting with the handle because folks always want to be with their friends and family when it comes to Thanksgiving. But as you know, <laughs> it's very, very American to have the football game on for Thanksgiving. And a lot of people, they want to have action down as well. That might not typically be having action on it. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us are in the same situation. Uh, yeah, you're home for Thanksgiving with family. And yeah, you're trying to juggle your, your regular <laughs> daily betting life. Uh, so, again, I think, yeah, getting the bets out of the way early uh, can, can certainly help. Um, although, again, you know, here in town, we have the, the apps putting in most of the bets, so it's not like uh, you have to leave the family to run, run to a book to make a bet. And, uh, again, people across the country, obviously, betting more and more on mobile apps in other states, like 90% of the you know, handles on, on mobile apps. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I always love looking at, you know, taking the early look at the lines. Because, uh, yeah, you can off, often find value that you, you don't get later in the week as the, the numbers get pounded into, into place. And pro tip, if you're at the Thanksgiving table, do not talk about how your player prop is not going over the number. Nobody wants to hear about that. People want to eat turkey. They don't want to hear about your player prop not going over and or your fantasy team. So I will lend that piece of advice to you as well. But in terms of Monday Night Football, before we turn it forward to Thursday, do you have anything in terms of 49ers versus Cardinals? It's sitting relatively steady at 8, though. Where we sit, you're actually able to get the best of the number if you like the underdog at 8.5. Total on this game, anywhere between 43 and 43.5. And yeah, before we came in the air, I saw you know, Circa was at 8.5. Um, I have uh, Cardinals plus eight in my Westgate and Circuit contest, um, so I, I need them to cap off a, a really good week here. And uh, yeah, the latest we're hearing, uh, Kyler Murray may not go, but I, how big of a downgrade is it? Dare, yeah, exactly. I mean, d- dare we say, you know, is Colt McCoy a better, you know, quarterback, a better game manager? You know, I mean, Murray makes you know great plays, but then he also throws bad interceptions or slides down short of a first down. I mean, there's a lot of game management stuff that, uh, you know, again, maybe he's playing too many video games <laughs> and not, stu- not studying film. But uh, so I, I have no problem backing the Cardinals with Cole McCoy in there. I'm I'm more concerned, you know, hoping that DeAndre Hopkins plays. Yeah. In uh, because uh, again, we we saw McCoy hook up with Hopkins last week, so I don't think there's any drop off in, in his production with, with McCoy in there either. And the 49ers again, very much the flavor of the month after getting McCaffrey, becoming a very public team now. But I mean, they are kind of Shanahan's kind of a coach that will grind out wins. Uh, you know, so again, I, d- I don't expect them to necessarily win by a margin. So, yeah, getting more, more north of a touchdown on a neutral side game, uh, you know, I think the Cardinals are the play. And the hallmark of the 49ers is not putting up their like five touchdowns or anything like that as well. Nice. It's all defense, running the ball, just getting out of dodge with the W, and that's 
What counts in the NFL? These teams, they are interested in winning the game straight up, whether it be by one or 100 points. And I know you've got a few look at lines that you're taking a look at, including one that is going to be happening bright and early on Thanksgiving. It is Bills versus the Lions. Bills don't have to travel, so good for them on that. But right now we've seen a lot of places move from the opener of 10 down to a nine. But I know you've scoped out a 10 that is still out there on the board in terms of the Detroit Lions. And I think it's an interesting look with them coming off of a big win against the Giants. Yeah, uh, 10 is at uh, DraftKings for the people that are in in those states. But honestly, yeah, I'll be taking this in the contest, even if it's nine and a half, nine, eight and a half. Uh, the Bills have shown all year that they, they play a lot of close games. They let teams stick around. And the, the, the Lions, you know, except for that one game where they were shut out <laughs> before, before their bye, they, uh, they've been competitive all year, 11-6 and six against the spread last year. Uh, they've been a moneymaker this year. Uh, I, I, was, you know, I was glad I was going against the, the circuit number one play with the Giants, you know, with, with the, the Lions today. And, I, yeah, so I think uh, Goff has enough weapons there to, you know, match the Bills score for score and, uh, yeah, just stay within single figures. And this team all of a sudden has been catching quite a bit of attention as well. And this is, in my opinion, a good number because I do think that this is going to be probably getting steamed down a little bit overnight. The Bears and the Jets. Jets are currently a four-point favorite in a lot of spots. DraftKings, I'm seeing with really the lone three and a half on my screen right now. Totals anywhere between 44 and 44 and a half. What are you saying in terms of this one? Because with the Bears, they have been much more exciting recently, right. both because <laughs> the offense has been solid and they traded away a couple of pieces on defense. So you've been seeing high scoring games with them. But I think that anything north of three with the Bears seems like pretty solid value. Yeah, I mean, Fields has been, you know, really turned it on the, the past month. Um, again, both running, but also also passing. So, yeah, I, I think they can sc- trade scores with the Jets who you know, had, the, had the bad beat of the day to, uh, today, oh. getting plus three and a half, games tied 3-3 three, three for seemingly the longest time. And, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to overtime, and then the Patriots return a touchdown to <laughs> cover the three and a half. That was, that was stunning. Yep, that was. And it's just the Patriots own the Jets' soul at this point. 14 straight <laughs> for them, boy. And this is a team that really doesn't own anyone at this point with the Vegas Raiders, but they finally got a win on the road against the Broncos, which that's a dumpster fire of this situation, but they're going to be getting four points against Seattle. Take me through this one because I do think that it's fascinating with them going on the road and with the Raiders. I feel like they haven't necessarily played bad. They've been the victims of some really bad luck and just bad execution down the stretch, in my opinion. Right. I mean, and, uh, yeah, a lot of it is self in- self-inflicted <laughs> problems on and off the field. But yeah, they were before today. They were zero and six in one score games, but but, yeah. but tells you that they're they were in one score games. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they've been right there every single game. So they, they've been mostly competitive. Again, that just their record doesn't doesn't reflect that. But uh, yeah, they they, yeah, they came through today, went winning in overtime, and uh, yeah. So the Seahawks uh, defense, you know, it's still not all that great. So I, you know, again, I think. Uh, you know, Karen Adams can uh, keep hooking up there, and Jacob's running the ball. Uh, they, they can trade score with the, with the Seahawks here. So, yeah, I, I saw mostly three and a half out there. And, and, again, anything over a field goal looks good. Yep, I think that that is the key number, getting over three. And it's always key to get you on, Dave. Always appreciate the time with Dave Dooley, Tooley here of VSIN. And coming up next, we go to the Rampart, and we're going to be joined by Dwayne Clucci, race and sportsbook director over there. He on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Shake up your lineup and compete for free for stacks of cash with the Absolute Football Challenge. Get in on the action and take your free shot at a share of $5,000 of cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash PureNod now to uh, set your roster before the game time. Absolute born to mix 21 years or older. Only current terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions. They do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as per usual, please do drink responsibly. We're back here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by our good friend Dwayne Clucci. He's over there at the race book, uh, the over there at the sports book and race book at at the Rampart. As he does amazing work over there, and he's legitimately one of the most friendly men that you're going to find out here in Las Vegas. And Dwayne, it is always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Greg. Always a pleasure to join you on a Sunday evening. It is always great to have you aboard, and Dwayne, I know that you guys probably fared a little bit better on college football than you did in the NFL, because we did see a lot of favorites be able to win outright, but when it comes to the favorites, how big is it that they just went straight up, because I have to imagine that when it comes down to it, because favorites, they went 7-5 to five on the spread, that's still solid, but I think that for you guys, oftentimes it's a little bit more just the straight up aspect to be able to kill a lot of those parlays and teasers. Yeah, definitely. You know, when the favorites start to roll in, you know, uh, mostly when they win straight up, they're going to be winning on the teasers and that becomes a liability. So it was definitely a a rougher Sunday than it was Saturday. We got off to a good start, though. We had several teams that went down. You know, a lot of people were definitely betting on those New York teams and they faltered. The Giants especially, you know, uh, laid an egg, definitely looking ahead to the Thanksgiving Day matchup. And we had some good two-way action but a little more action uh you know on the jets when it comes to the teasers and parlays definitely uh against new england and that was a great game that came down to the last second and we had a few other teams where the public was definitely backing the chicago bears against the atlanta falcons and the falcons came through so that helped out but on the other hand like you said you know uh people fading the raiders possibly this week but you still have that the local backing and it makes it a great two-way action game as opposed to just one-way Raider action. You saw the movement on the Cowboy game. That was just a lopsided blowout. And definitely we took our lumps in the afternoon, especially with them and the Cincinnati Bengals. They came up uh, very strong and uh, played an excellent, excellent game. So, you know, we had some good, uh, you know, uh, action over the counter as well as on the mobile app at the Rampart and South Point. And like you said, Saturday was a little more favorable because we got off to such a great start with teams like, uh, you you know, Michigan and Ohio State looking ahead to their big matchup, faltering. And then you have those late games where you have a great mix of action. So Saturday was a little better than Sunday, Greg. We could have did a lot better. Uh, definitely the Chargers helped the public. That was another big lopsided public backing. You saw that game. We opened it at seven at the Rampart and South Point and closed it at four and a half, Greg. So when you see movement like that, you know there's definite, uh, you know, uh, action on the home underdog there. And that was a big game for the public. And then here's my question for you in terms of the Bills versus the Cleveland Browns game, because as we know, that was a game that got moved and then it actually had a little bit of a different rotation number from when it was listed at the beginning of the week. If someone had betted early before it was relocated, did you still honor those bets or was it a scenario which you had to re-bet it because of the move in venue? 
Yeah, Rampart and South Point uh, makes you actually rebet that game because of the movement of venue, like you said. Also, you have that total adjustment. So we don't want to make it unfair to the public. It could be favorable at times, you know, naturally, if you're betting over a 42 and, uh, you know, the change of venue to indoors from that blizzard, the public, some of them will gripe. But at the Rampart and South Point, we do set a new bet number. Therefore, with the change of venue, you do get a refund, uh, you know, on parlays, you would get a straight bet on a two-teamer. It becomes a push. So definitely, we refund those bets if you add straight bets on the total and the sides and make you re-bet that. So that's what we do at the Rampart and South Point. And we've done that for years, Greg, and that's our policy there. But, uh, you know, that game was well bet. Once again, people came back to bet that game because everybody was looking to see what was going to happen with Buffalo, especially with the adverse, uh, you know, conditions being moved indoors and you also had the Josh Allen parody. You know it's probably going to be Brissett's last game with uh, Deshaun Watson looking over his shoulder. And we have great Cleveland action no matter what. I have a big Cleveland contingency at the Rampart, believe it or not. So it was bet still the same, you know, even though the people had to rebet it. And naturally it was taken off the parlay cards at the Rampart in South Point. Yep, and you guys wound up opening and closing that game at 7.5. So you did not have any cases where – it went from like seven and a half to eight, eight down to seven and a half or anything like that, because I know that there was a little bit of movement of that because in a lot of the contests you were seeing this number at eight. So that touchdown at the end, that proved to be very significant for so many. And what is going to be significant for so many as well as firing it on these Thanksgiving Day games. As we know, there's going to be three of them in total. And how are you guys just booking this action in general? Because with Thanksgiving Day games, I know that's a little bit strange. You guys are very, very hearty, much like myself. You guys are working holidays, which that is something I commend you for. But that said, what can people typically expect when they are betting on the Thanksgiving Day games? And is it just pretty much business as normal for you guys? Well, I'll tell you the truth, Greg. I'll be there. It'll be packed. I know how it is. You have several horse racing venues that are open this year, which is unique, including Del Mar Racing, along with these great football matchups. And always, you know, the Lions and the Cowboys always play. And now you add that third game for several years now. So it becomes a day-long festivity at the Rampart Casino. And we'll be booking tremendous action, especially with Buffalo on the road playing, uh, you know, basically not having to leave the venue, which is very convenient for them. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot of nines and tens around town. Chris hasn't hung the lines as of yet. We will do that shortly. And you have this fabulous Dallas Giant matchup. Like I said, maybe the Giants were looking ahead a little this week. But, you know, I think Dallas may be riding high now. And they beat the Giants earlier this season. So it seems to be a formula. If you could get ahead of the New York Giants, it's very difficult to, uh, for them to play catch up with the limited passing game. And I think Dallas just flexed today. That was an eight and one team and playing on the road, Greg, they looked fabulous. Ezekiel Elliott looked to, you know, he looked, actually healthy, which is an added plus. Pollard was amazing with those two long touchdowns, and I'm seeing Dallas like a heartbeat around town. Nine, seven, eight and a half. There's so many different lines on that, and then you also have the uh, late game, which is going to be fabulous. So I think it's going to be a plethora of action at the Rampart and South Point. I know Chris is ready. I know I'm ready, and uh, we're going to hang those lines shortly, like I said, at the Rampart and South Point, but business will be off the hook. We both have Buffet 
buffets also, which is a unique feature, believe it or not, Greg. People want to eat on Thanksgiving, and that just adds to our action. (laughs) And that is one good thing about things from past years being behind us. The bad stuff of 2020-2021 buffets are back for 2022, so... (laughs) We can all celebrate that, and I'm so glad that you brought up that Dallas Cowboys game. How was that game bet? Because I know that so many people I talk about, books always want 50-50 action, as we both know. That typically is not the case in a lot of games, but was this one of these rare circumstances where you truly did get pretty close to 50-50 good two-way action? Yeah, towards the end, you know, you started to get the buyback when the game went up to two and a half against Minnesota. So, you know, definitely a lot of early action and wise guy action was on the Cowboys initially. Uh, You know, that game looked so bad against Green Bay in the fourth quarter and the overtime. You had that 17-point outscoring by Green Bay. You knew Dallas wanted to, to rectify that. And you also put together Kirk Cousins, how he performs on a big stage. And you started to see a lot of money early come in on Dallas. But then the teasers and the parlays started to come in as well on Minnesota. We did lose very little on that game. That was a great two-way action game. Despite seeing how the line moved, we started to get that buyback. So, you know, Dallas is a very popular attraction, especially when they're riding high. Minnesota, I I don't think the public really had that concise feel, even though they're 8-1 and and played some fabulous games. So that was a great, great two-way action game for us across the counter and great handle-wise as well as this Thanksgiving Day matchup will be probably will be the highest handle game, uh, you know, over the counter and on the mobile app on Thanksgiving Day. Absolutely. And Dwayne, we've got about 45 seconds left. How's the action been for fun for Monday Night Football? I know that we've got some injury concerns for Noop Hopkins along with Kyler Murray, but what kind of action are you guys seeing? Because across the board, seeing mostly the San Francisco 49ers being an eight point favorite. Yeah, very popular, Greg, uh, across the counter, the 49ers. We opened it at 7 at the Rampart in South Point. You do have those injury factors, plus you're playing on a neutral field. It's going to be interesting to see how the conditions are at Azteca Stadium. But the injury report will be watched early in the morning. So far, it's been one-way action, 49ers, up to 8 at the Rampart in South Point. Total is holding at 43-and-a-half. Not much action there, but, uh, you know, Arizona underachieved all year, Greg. So we're going to see if uh, Kyler Murray could get that offense going or if Colt McCoy probably is going to play. You know, I don't even think Murray is healthy enough to start. So if McCoy is out there, it's going to be difficult for this team to win this game against a healthy 49er team. It will be interesting, and I'll give you my preview of Monday Night Football next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough 
introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. on VSN, the sports betting network. College basketball season has tipped off, and now it's time to get your copy of our annual guide. It's over 400 pages long. It's the biggest betting guide that we've ever had with odds, trends, power rankings, and analysis on every single team, all of our experts. Myself, Greg Eves Peterson, Matt Humans, Adam Burke, John Von Tobel, Tim Murray, hopefully I included everyone, include their predictions for win totals, conference championships, tournament teams, breaking down all 60 coaching changes since last season as well. And the only way to be able to get this guide is by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You're able to get everything that we do for VEASAN here until the Super Bowl for just $99 by going to VEASAN.com slash subscribe as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Great to be joined by the guests that have joined me the last two segments as Dave Tooley over here at VEASAN, along with Race and Sportsbook Director over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook, Dwayne Colucci, join me. Those guys do absolutely tremendous work. Great to have them on every Sunday, so a big thanks to them. We were talking in the back half of that conversation with Dwayne a little bit about their, a little bit about Monday Night Football, so now it's time to dive in, give you guys my thoughts, and try to get you guys a few player props as well. Fortunately, the Thursday night player props in terms of Packers versus Titans were a little bit cold. Past that, it's actually going halfway decent. And you're going to notice if you go to DraftKings, insert your sports book here, and you try to look at the prop market in terms of the Arizona Cardinals, good luck finding too much on the Arizona Cardinals, really, aside from James Conner. So there is that. But right now we are finding in most places, and I say most places because we do have a few outliers, the San Francisco 49ers, an eight-point favorite, and your total on this game, mostly between 43 and 43 and a half, where I sit here at Circa. They've got the best of the number if you like the Cardinals with the 49ers being an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm seeing the Westgate at a seven-and-a-half, so you do want to shop around accordingly, and 
I don't necessarily think that this Kyler Murray injury is the worst thing ever. Is Kyler Murray the better overall quarterback than Colt McCoy? Can he do more on the field? Yes. I mean, that's very obvious, but in terms of this current moment with this current team, in terms of needing any sort of hope whatsoever, in terms of getting back into the playoff picture, which as absolutely bizarro and insane that it sounds, the Cardinals aren't out of the playoff picture. If they get a few wins here and their schedule is full of a bunch of 50-50 games, there aren't a bunch of games where you're like, yep, the Arizona Cardinals had that one in the bag, but there's not really a bunch of games where you're like, oh, the Cardinals are going to get rolled in that game either. If they can get one or two of those go their way, they're live, actually. So I take a look at this spot, and I'm willing to buy into the Arizona Cardinals. This is going to be a game that is played at Estadio Azteca that is out there in the country of Mexico. So this is going to be a game that is going to be outside of the United States. And for Arizona, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be getting the fans to travel the world's greatest because Arizona, they just don't travel the way that 49ers fans in general. So I do think that this is pretty much little bit of an edge to the 49ers, but a pretty neutral field in this one. But when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, it's just all about whether or not DeAndre Hopkins plays in this game. I think that that's far more important than actually Colt McCoy versus Kyler Murray because DeAndre Hopkins is still a top five wide receiver in the NFL when he is on and he is fully healthy. We have seen what he's been able to do with not so great quarterback play in the past when he was with the Houston Texans when there wasn't Deshaun Watson throwing to him. Here with the Arizona Cardinals, he has put up numbers upon numbers. I mean, this is a guy that has been back for four games, and he's got 36 receptions. He is very capable of just going out there and putting up a big, giant number. And James Conner is back in the fold, and he's starting to look a little bit healthier as well. I think that that's going to be able to help them out as he missed starting near a month. Last week, he was back to his normal self. He had 21 carries. He was able to get two touchdowns against the LA Rams. So that takes the edge off, and... For the San Francisco 49ers, this is not by any stretch of the imagination a world-beater offense. They do a tremendous job running the ball, bringing in Christian McCaffrey, but this is not a team that's going to be looking to go to the air 35 times. This is not a team that's going to be hanging 35 points up on the board or anything like that. This is a controlled offense. This is an offense that is very much just all about passing it off to the defense who's going to do a solid job doing their part, just not committing turnovers and letting all these weapons that they brought in, like Christian McCaffrey, like Debo Samuel, all be able to do their part for this team. So I do take a look at this number, and I think that's a little bit too high. In terms of the player props that we are seeing on the board, like I said, it's a little bit more bare this week than typical, just because we have no idea if Hopkins is going to be in. We have no idea whatsoever what to expect out of the quarterback situation as well for the Arizona Cardinals. So thus, you're not really going to be able to get any sort of an interception prop unless you want it with Jimmy Garoppolo. And in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo to throw an interception, plus 115 is the over a half an interception. The under is minus 150. I personally think that he doesn't throw one against the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm not going to be willing to lay anything like a minus 150 in this ordeal. And when it comes to just anything in terms of the 49ers, there's really not a lot that stands out to me in terms of the receptions props. If anything, I'd probably be going under perhaps on someone like a Debo Samuel just because it feels like the 49ers are looking to give a little bit more run to Christian McCaffrey. And you're able to get that under a four and a half at plus 105. So you're able to get a little bit of plus number. And I mean, really, the only reason why I'd be taking the under is that I do think that this is going to be a 49ers team that they really look to attack on the ground. 
they're probably just not going to be throwing a lot of passes in general. And that's really pretty much the entirety of the basis of it. Jimmy G has had the ball out of his hands quite a bit. So I do think that you're going to see a little bit more of a team down game. And I do think that that leads you to a little bit of value in terms of the under as well. This is a little bit of an unfamiliar environment for both of these teams as well. So I do think that that might affect offense a little bit more the defense as I know that as Sedio Azteca has actually hosted a few games. If I remember correctly, that was the host site of that just crazy Chiefs versus Rams game where there was a hundred million billion points in that game. Now, those were very, very different offenses where you've got Patrick Mahomes going up against our prime Rams that were stopping absolutely nobody whatsoever, but they were doing a great job of putting points upon points up on the board. So I do take a look at this spot and I lean a little bit more to the under, but I think with the Arizona Cardinals, you're just getting a little bit too much value here now that you're north of a touchdown. And hey, where I sit, you're able to get eight and a half points. That just makes it all the better. I am willing to dive in on the points and I'm going to be taking a look at this total under really just don't have a lot in terms of player props as of right now if we find anything if we get more offerings I will certainly pass those along but just a little bit tricky with not having a lot on the board for the Arizona Cardinals so we shall take a look and see what we are able to get there and we're going to make the Arizona to Arizona connection here because we've got some college basketball games that are going to be going down for Monday and we've got a lot of entertaining college basketball games and We've got a few Arizona teams that are going to be hitting the floor, including a team that is going to be playing out in Maui. So you've got one Arizona team playing in Mexico. You've got another Arizona team that's playing in Hawaii. So we've got these Arizona teams just scattered all about the, I guess you call it continent of North America. So that makes a lot of fun. This is going to be the late game for the Maui Invitational on Monday. As we go 797, 798 on the board, it is the Cincinnati Bearcats. In the words of Bill Belichick, we are on to Cincinnati and they're playing against the Arizona Wildcats as Arizona between an 8.5 to a 9-point favorite. Toronto's game is anywhere between 157.5 and 158. And very interesting contrast in styles in this game because with Arizona, this team is just gunning it. They're playing at over 80 possessions per game. They're going with the scorcher style. They're turning the ball over 20 times per game, but they don't care because they're scoring over 100 points per contest. And then they go up against slow and steady Cincinnati, a team that is coached by Wes Miller. They hang their head on defense. They hang their head on just not doing anything stupid in general. They were a team that last season, they weren't prolific on offense, but the one thing that they did really well was not really turn the ball over a lot. David DeJulius always has been a sure-handed guy, even back to his time while he was with the Michigan Wolverines. His turnover ratio was one of the best in the Big Ten that season, so I do like to see that. 281st in terms of possessions per game in Cincinnati compared to Arizona, who is number one and. Typically, when it comes to college basketball, it's a little bit easier to slow down a fast team rather than it is to speed up a slow team. You got to wonder if the travel takes a little bit out of Arizona as well as this is going to be a game that is going to be happening at 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. That's actually 5.30 out there on the island of Maui. So that's a little bit of a time differential there. So I always do think that that plays into account just a little bit now. Keep in mind in Maui, because you've got a lot of neutral court games, some of these places, they've got very, very hard rims, and some of these rims are a little bit more familiar, are a little bit more forgiving 
The ones out there in Maui, they are very, very forgiving. It feels like any ball that is even halfway close to going down, it goes down every single time. But that said, I think we've run a little bit too lofty with this total. I'm going to be willing to dive under it. I do think that Arizona, just the superior team in this spot with having guys like Azula Sabellas and company in the fold, I was willing to lay up to 10 with Arizona. So initial lean here is laying the points with Arizona, and I'm going to be taking a look at this total under and That does lead us to our pro tip for our number one here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and you're able to get all of our pro tips at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And the pro tip for our number one is sometimes you might not want to look at point slash run, whatever scoring system you have in the sport that you're utilizing, just the differential because sometimes it can be misleading, much like we see with a outlier game like the Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. And coming up in hour number two, give you guys my DK Nation pick in terms of college basketball. Next here on VEASAN, Esports Bank Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.